ready. Ready to cut through the BS and hear some ways to drive your business forward today? Yeah. Welcome, Welcome to Biz Sprints Podcast with your host, know the name. Michael McMillan. Check it out. Hey everybody, welcome back to another week of Biz Sprints. This is Michael McMillan and thank you so much for coming back for another week of tips and tricks to help drive your business forward. For this episode, I wanted to have a conversation with all my fellow visionaries out there. All of you who can close your eyes at any point in time and look and see completely what things look like one, two, three, four, five years from now, and, and literally be able to like feel that's reality here today. This is the I want to have a conversation with you today uh, because so many visionaries that I have had the honor to work with, talk with, uh, have some fun with as far as laying out our visions. Um, many of you have a very big trouble when it comes to those. What is your responsibility with being the visionary in the business? And more so, what is it that we need to do with this vision that we have in our head and how do we get this out to our troops? This week, I want to really line a sight to you guys and helping you understand what the real responsibility is of being a visionary in a business. So first thing I do want to tackle though with this is, is to give some clarity to many of my entrepreneurs out there that I've worked with is that a visionary in the business does not have to be the CEO. Um, many times, and I know you know, you read any of the business books, it all say you know the visionary in the business is the CEO, and that's his role. And, and yes, it should be, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, I will give you for an example. One of the organizations I actually worked with as I was coming up to the ranks, um, our CEO was uh, early on was was the visionary, great visionary. He actually you know built the business, had the business going for many, many, many years. And when I entered in the business. It was, you know, just getting to a point where he knew he needed additional visionaries around him to help drive the organization to into the future and what it will become as it keeps growing past the first 30 years it already had been in existence. And that was part of my role. So at knowing that, what I would do is, is I'd work with uh, Fred, who was my CEO, and I, him and I would have conversations constantly about, you know, ideas and thoughts and what, you know, what I envisioned and what he envisioned and just comparing notes at all times because many times it's hard to be that visionary and especially to be it alone. And when you have a fellow visionary on your staff and someone in your trusted circle, that you can share and talk with about things like this. It allows for many times a much better solution to come out in the end. And, you know, that was my role. And I was the VP of sales and marketing at that point. And so it's just give you an understanding. It does not have to be a CEO. Um, if you're not in that role, you may very well still be the critical visionary in the business. You just have a different role in the organization. And that's okay. Just understand what your responsibilities are. And that's what I want to now get to, which is, when you're a visionary for an organization, the thing you need to understand is that you have the biggest responsibility in the business. The reason for that is because you are no longer working just on what is going to impact the business today, but you are actually fundamentally designing what the organization may look like in 12, 24, 36, 48 months from now. And the trajectory that the organization will take many times is very, very interpreted by the vision that's laid out. It's not saying that it's going to create it exactly, but there is a lot of influence that that vision will have on it. So knowing that, 
it a lot. I really just want to emphasize to you that is be respectful to what you're doing and be respectful to your team with the visions in which you're creating. Because once you've thought it, and especially if you've actually written it down, there's a high likely, you know, there's a very high likely chance that this thing is going to happen. Maybe not all of it, like I said, but a good part of it. And this can impact people's jobs, you know, their pay rates, you know, what they're currently doing, the focus of the business on its revenue, its, you know, current uh, capitalizations, etc. I mean, there's so much that a vision once documented and once turned in can impact on the business. So I just want to start there is that please, if you are the visionary of the business, be very respectful and very understanding of the power in which you yield in this business. Now, being a visionary beyond that respect, there's certain things that many visionaries fail to do. And one of the biggest ones is one I mentioned just a second ago, as you can hear, is just the documentation. So many times I, you know, myself included, right? I've, I've thought through the business. I've thought through exactly how I want it to be laid out, exactly where I want this thing to go. But what I never end up doing is, is writing it down. And so my team has no clue what is actually in my head. I, I share with them my stories and my ideas and what I'm seeing, but I never actually written it down into a, you know, very vivid descriptive image to where they can then see this. And this is one of the things that I'll tell you, I personally work with many, many organizational founders and CEOs on uh, and or the visionary for the business to help them understand how to do what I call their painted picture, right? Is creating the actual image in which this business is going to look like to the point in which they want it to see. Uh, for most of my small, medium businesses, I usually limit them to doing a one-year painted picture, and then we do it year after year. Um, for my larger uh, emerging middle, uh, middle-sized businesses and enterprise organizations, we might do two to three-year visions at that point, just because the maturity organization allows for that type of vision. So what is it to do a painted picture? Well, Depending on the visionary, um, I tackle this many different ways. Uh, for some visionaries that we work with, uh, this can be a literally a painted picture, right? It's an actual, like we get a canvas out and we're actually going to paint and we're going to say, what does the world look like around us, right? Uh, for most of my, uh, especially my leaders out there, uh, many times it's just written, right? So what I like to do is, is if they're not good at writing and doing some copywriting, what I do then is I say, okay, can you speak it, right? And many times they can. Uh, you know, I found that most of my leaders and visionaries are usually great, great um, speakers. So we'll just record them and we just tell us, go, right? Similar to like this podcast, right? Just start talking and when you stop, we'll stop recording. And this can be hours and hours of information, but we want every fine detail. And then once we have it, we document it for them, right? We just take all of that down. And what we're doing is, is we build a story, right? It's something, my, my rule is simple as this, is that a painted picture should be something that either I can see truly visually and understand exactly what the vision is for the business. So that'd be like, like I said, the painted, actual painted picture. Um, or more commonly, I should be able to have an employee who just entered the organization and look across the table at them and say, okay, new employee, Close your eyes. I'm going to tell you a story. And when I tell you the story, I want you to be able to see everything that I tell you as if it's here today. And then you start speaking, right? 
And this is every bit of detail from the moment you walk in the door to the business, to who you see at the front day, uh, front desk, to is there a logo on the wall? What colors are the walls? What colors are the carpets? You know, what is the tone of the business? Do you hear typing? Do you hear people talking? Do you hear nothing, right? What is going on around there? What are the cars that were in the parking lot? You know, all of this. You know, what are the meetings that you're attending? Everything. This needs to be so vivid that a person can actually believe that they're there today. The reason is, is because when you can give a person that clear of an image of what this organization will look like 12 months from today, they will start living as if the business is there today. And that way, start building and running inside of the organization as if you've already hit and accomplished this vision that you're set out for them. Beyond all of that, um, which I spoke about in one of my later podcasts, I, I think it was actually the one right before this, is this is really what will define your strategic plan as a business. Because once you have your painted picture down, this is then what everything will be derived from. This is what, you know, what the organization will need from a revenue perspective, what the organization will need from a capitalization's perspective, what the organization is going to need from an infrastructure and staffing perspective, all of those things. Once you, as the visionary, has laid out this, then everything is derived from it. And like I said, when it's done with great, great detail, and it's really done with a you know, good team who can help really paint this out for uh, your staff, it really has an enormous impact on the business. Now, one of the things that I most commonly find um, when we're trying to actually put this whole thing together is, is many times, uh, especially my CEOs I work with, um, they don't always understand the purpose, uh, right? They're like, well, Mike, I, you know, okay, uh, I'll document it. And then it's going to, what, it's going to go on like an internet site that no one's going to see because you know, you know, you know, no one ever reads those things. And I tell them like, no, this needs to be everywhere. Everyone needs to be talking about it. You need this to be an exciting thing. And this is where I then help them engage their marketing team. And I say, listen, man, Marketing is not just for attracting new business into this company. It's for also informing and messaging and training your internal staff on the things you need them to know. Case in point, your painted picture, right? And really, what is it that that thing is going to look like? Now, once that's done and once you've gotten your first out, the problem I see so many leaders run into those is they're like, oh, okay, it's done, check, and they move on. The thing I will tell you is, is that a true visionary uh, of a business is never done on their painted picture. Um, so for myself, uh, running Biz Sprints here, with my organization, I, I'm actually, funny enough, I'm actually just uh, finishing up our painted picture for uh, 2017, um, just because our organization, of course, just launched a few months ago. Uh, and we're just finishing it up. Uh, it'll be done here, I'm hoping, within probably the next week. And you know, we're going to make this very public. Anyone can come and see this and see where it's going to go. Uh, we'll, of course, re- you know, redact a few details that are not for public-facing, like revenue numbers, but everything else, we want the world to know because we want the world to see our business as we we see it today. And from there, uh, we've already have our strategic plan designed and we'll just fill in with more details. But I already have myself set up where every quarter I will come back to my painted picture and refresh it based upon what has happened in my organization, right? I mean, because especially uh, when you're an early stage business, you know, so much can change day by day. You know, right now, 
we have, you know, like four or five different contracts that we're uh, working through. And one of them specifically, if the thing lands, um, our business is going to quadruple in size overnight. And it's one of those things where then, yeah, I need to make sure I update my painted picture because the business will have already looked like the painted picture uh, three months in. And this is why it's critical to not just look at that thing as a checkbox, is to really look at it as a living, breathing document that me as the CEO need to be fostering and paying attention to just as important as my PL, you know, just as important as what my uh, goals are and what our, you know, current sprints are towards those goals and making sure that that thing is always up to date so that at any time in my business, I can hand that thing to a new employee or a potential, let's say, investor or to a potential even client of ours and say, this is who we are. Yes, this is what we look like today, but at the end of the year, this is who we will be. And because our entire team is dedicated and focused on ensuring that our business reaches this, you know, reaches this vision. And when you can do that, when you can really stand behind a vision like that with that level of detail and that level of dedication and have your entire team doing that, people will follow you. People will want to be a part of something like that because now they understand what they're really working towards. It's that they're not here every day just, you know, building marketing assets or, you know, trying to help seal deals or just, you know, working with clients to build better business management processes or helping them, you know, run their call centers better or anything like that, right? That's the day-to-day work that we do. But what are we really doing? What are we really working to achieve to? And what does that painted picture allow for this business to accomplish? Those are the things that I really want my team paying attention to. Because as I tell them, once we've accomplished this first, you know, this iteration of the painted picture, which will then be updated to the next iteration, there's certain perks with that, right? Oh, hey, now we can afford maybe a better medical and dental plan. Oh, hey, now we can afford maybe a more lucrative cell phone plan. Or, hey, maybe now we could pay for lunch for everyone or whatever, you know, and it doesn't have to be even monetary. Maybe it could just be like, hey, guys, listen, we accomplished this. You know what? We're going to take Friday off, (laughs) whatever, you know, just make sure that they have a stake in the game and make sure they also understand what does the impact have on their personal lives by accomplishing this. And then always give them clear line of sight on how you're going to do it. And that's where the strategic plan comes in. Beyond, so like I said, first and foremost, writing out that vision, you know, writing out your vision, making sure it's in clear, crisp, clear detail that anyone should be able to take and run and understand it. Number two, making sure that you update this thing ongoing all the time to make sure that, you know, it's always current with what's going on in the business. Now, number three, number three is a pretty big piece, which is it takes a lot of humility on, especially in my leaders and founders of organizations, is to really understand when you've hit the point in which you really can no longer be a visionary by yourself. Um, as I shared earlier in this episode, um, I, you know, I was lucky enough to have a mentor um, and former CEO that himself had realized that, you know, that he knew he needed additional team around him to help craft what the vision would be for the business ongoing. Um, and, and it wasn't just me. I mean, there was other members of our staff who were definitely very, very involved with this as well. And But it was that humility factor, right? It was that understanding of yourself, of where you are personally, 
to ensure that the business continues down a path of success. And I'll tell you, so many organizations I walk into and they'll have, and they might have their vision well, well documented and well communicated to the team, but the team's not behind it, right? The team's burnt out on it because they're like, ah, that's not a, that's nothing. That's just what we do every day. Because the vision hasn't grown with the business. And, you know, the founder, the business has actually gone beyond the founder. And that's when it's time to start embracing your team and looking to ensure that you have fellow visionaries on your team with you that are going to now be able to help support you and help you craft the vision that's going to take the business to the next level. Because I'll tell you, The moment you stop having a clear vision that is going to really motivate your team, that they're going to see that they're a part of something bigger than themselves, that they're not part of something that's going to really affect everything around them, the community, the people, their family, etc., then they're just there for a paycheck. And now you've just created jobs. And that's that's not what people want to be a part of. I mean, that's, yes, for some people, that's all they want. But reality is, is even those people, they want to feel like they're part of something else, you know, something bigger. They want to really be, they want to be excited. And, you know, us as visionaries, we owe that to them. You know, we owe our teams the ability to build them a vision that when they read it, they get chills down their spine. That when they see it, they're like, we can do that. And like, my God, we're gonna do it. And I'm gonna kill myself to make sure I do my part so we do do that. So let me give you some examples here because I know um, for some of you, I might, I don't wanna make sure I don't lose you here, right? Is this, so what, what, is, what is a painted picture that can do this, right? So where I'm going to go with you on this is, for instance, I'm just going to do one off the cuff here to start giving an example here. So if I am running a business, let's say I'm running a, let's just pick a real run-of-the-mill business, which is if I'm, I'm running a heating and air conditioning company, right? I'm doing $5 million annualized, and I know that I really want this company to really be able to impact the community in a much bigger place. So when I start looking at doing my painted picture, what I do is when I sit down is, is I first start asking myself questions, right? Is what do I really want my company to accomplish? And why, you know, why did I really find, found this business uh, and where did I want it to go? Um, once I start getting those things and those thoughts popping in my head, the vision starts coming, right? Which is, okay, I know I founded this heating and air conditioning company because I wanted to be able to basically be my own boss, provide for my family, and be able to have an organization that had a chance to really actually impact the children because my kids were very active in sports and I really wanted to be able to have a business that could help push the sports programs they were part of forward. Okay, now I ask myself the next question, which is, well, my kids are already out of sports. They graduated from high school. Do, does that, is that still important to me? You know, is, are those kids that are now in the program who are not mine still critical? Well, yeah, right. My employees have some of those kids and some of my, you know, I still go to those games and those are still important. Okay, cool. And I knew I wanted to take them to the next level. Okay. There's an interesting uh, piece too. So now this is where things start getting interesting, right? This is where you get to start looking beyond, which is, 
all right, well, maybe I want to be the primary donor that supports all of the baseball and football teams in my local area. Or if soccer is our thing, right? I want to be the, I actually want to be the primary funder of the entire soccer program in my community and the communities around me to really take and make sure that the, you know, soccer programs here are world-class and really representative of something that could be easily plopped into Europe and, you know, compared. Okay, cool. All right, now what does it take to do that, right? And this is then where the vision starts getting its teeth is, okay, if I needed to do that, I need to get up from 5 million easily to, I need to probably be around that 10 to 15 million mark. Okay, that's not going to be accomplishable maybe this year just with my current team. So let's take it a step back because I only want to paint a one-year vision just where my business is today. So I'm going to now focus my vision for this year is, I'm going to support three of the local soccer teams and I'll be their primary sponsor. I know that's going to cost me X, which means I need to increase my revenues by half a million dollars this year. So I have enough profit to do just that. Great. Okay. So now you have the first piece of this, right? Is at the end of the year, I need to be at a run rate of at least $5.5 million in revenue. Okay. Number one done. Number two, I really want to make sure that my employees have time to also be involved with this as well, being coaches, you know, being supporters, etc. Okay, great. Now I need to look at my staffing, right? Do I have enough staff to where I can start offering that kind of time availability? Or am I running them at 60, 70, 80% utilizations already, uh, which is billable hours, just so you guys know. So it's like, I don't basically have any time to breathe. Um, if that is the case, then I need to open up their availability. So that means I need to bring in some additional staff. Now I need to relook at if I bring on additional staff, what do my revenues need to be? Okay, I need an extra hundred thousand. So now I'm up to 5.6, right? And you keep working through this and working through this and getting it down to a place to be like to a point where you can now say, all right. By January 1st, 2017, I will be sponsoring, we're going to be sponsoring the primary sponsor for three soccer teams in our local community. We are going to be providing all employees with the ability to take up to 10% of their monthly time off as long as they are donating that to the betterment of one of these soccer teams. In addition, we will also be uh, hosting these soccer teams at clinics that we will be putting on in the local area that's going to support awareness for the you know soccer programs in our community, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of that has tiebacks to the business then. I now know my revenue numbers and I can clearly articulate them on what I have to hit to be able to do all this. I know what my staffing demands are, so I can provide my team the availability and flexibility to do this in their schedules. I know what my write-offs are going to be for my tax season, because of course I'm going to be donating all this through the business. And I, at the, at the end of it, though, I have a clear vision for where I'm going to be taking this business. Now, there's also other pieces too, right? Like, okay, how do I want the company to look from in, you know, an infrastructure? Am I happy with the building we're in? Am I happy with the image I'm in? And all of these things. And you just keep writing and asking yourself questions. And all of that ties back to uh, the details then easily, which is the revenue, which is the staff, you know, which is the location, which is all of these things, time commitments, et cetera. And once you have all that down, you just write it all down. And if you, now again, like I said, if you are not good writer, it's okay. Just record it. Just put it on an audio tape and then give it to a copywriter and say, hey, transcribe this whole thing and make it, re- leg- you know, make it so someone want to actually read this thing. And then once you have that, guess what? 
you have the you have your painted picture. Now publish and hit the done button for 30 seconds because now you get to review that thing constantly as you're starting to make progress towards it. But again, guys, the most important piece thing here I cannot stress enough to you is just do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be amazing. It doesn't even have to even really be your first one is probably not going to be that inspirational but it's down. And guess what? You did it. And the simple practice of doing it and the simple, you know, showing that you took the time and patience to put that on paper, your team will be so supportive of you that they will stand behind you and they will help rally behind you to help make that thing better because they're going to get excited by it. And then they're going to want to push it forward and they're going to want to make it better. And they're going to want to be a part of it and let them and keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And you will start to see an organization that is now unified behind a vision that you have created, that you have always had the honor and respect for your power as the visionary, that you continue to iterate and you continue to push forward every single day until a point in which you have found that you are no longer able to do it by yourself. But now you have this whole team who's behind you, who wants to help you with this thing. And they're excited to. So find someone you trust in that team who should be all of them, but find some, you know, find that inner circle, bring them in the fold and say, let's build the vision for next year. Or as you start to mature, let's build the bigger vision for two or three years out if you want to go for a stretch goal and start designing these things and start designing your business for success. Because I'll tell you, when you design for success, success is achieved. And people will always come to your aid when they understand that you're working from a plan that you can show them line of sight on how you're going to start becoming successful. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for this week. Uh, if there's, you know, if there's anything our team can do to help you as you're looking to paint your picture, you know, please feel free to visit us at bizprints.com. But until next time, to your success and prosperity, my name is Michael McMillan. I look forward to speaking with you again next week. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thank you for listening to Biz Sprints Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit us at bizsprints.com for more tips and tricks to drive your business forward. No doubt about it. 